0: Kicking and Streaming podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. I don't know, man. Half of these movies haven't even been released in... <laughs>
1: I know that, that, that's really confusing to me too. Like this snake ni- 1917 movie that won, I'm like, it's not even out yet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when the dude who, who, uh, did the, the thing in the, the acceptance speech was like, Oh, this movie comes out in money. I'm like, so <laughs> what am I supposed to know about this movie? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it's so amazing. Um, but I mean, we're gonna go do our thing and 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 talk about it. You know, we'll see.
1: Yeah,
0: we'll see yes. where we where we go. I mean, Golden Globes usually are pretty good. So yeah. last night was a bit amazing to me as to how lazy probably it was. It was almost to the point where I know that it was putting on an act, but Ricky Gervais at the end sort of didn't want to be there. It's like- <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, towards towards the end, he just kind of like wasn't there. It was like, yeah, I'm off getting drunk. <laughs>
0: that is amazing. Let's, let's talk about what we liked and what we had hoped for and didn't happen. So um, we're going to go ahead and get the show started.
1: Let's get this show on the road.
0: Yes, ma'am.
1: Hey, Graham. Hey, Jocelyn. Do you like food? Yes. Do you like grocery shopping? No. With Instacart, never deal with germ-covered shopping cart handles, people waiting until the last second to pay, or having to dodge that one creepy dude who's always in the dairy section.
0: Never again will you have to stop your binge-watching for the drudgery of grocery shopping. Instacart is here to save your day.
1: For a low monthly fee, Instacart will have trained personal shoppers choose and deliver your groceries from your favorite store right to your front door. Or your back door it's all up to you.
0: Shop from anywhere using your computer, iPhone, iPad, or Android device. Schedule a delivery and have your groceries delivered in as little as an hour.
1: Instacart personal shoppers fulfill your orders from the store you've chosen. Your personal shopper will pick your produce, carefully select all your items, and handle any items that are out of stock. If you're a picky produce person, don't worry. You can notate all of your preferences and that info will be sent directly to your personal shopper who will go out of their way to select the best available items.
0: They pay close attention to expiration dates and carefully handle delicate items like eggs and bottles. Oh, and speaking of bottles, alcohol delivery may be an option as well.
1: All of this for one low monthly fee, and it's unlimited. Yes, that's right. Have them running around for you every day of the month. Who doesn't want a grocery
0: store, Lackey? To start your 14-day free trial, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know we sent you and to help support our show.
1: Instacart never set foot in a grocery store again.
0: This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies,
1: TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts,
0: Graham and Jocelyn. And hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming, here with you back for the first time this year, after a brief uh, little uh, holiday time off. We are here on this uh, first, uh, uh, well, actually going on to the second week of January. Yes. And so, since we haven't seen each other, we haven't heard from each other, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year. I know it's a bit uh, belated, but yes, we still can say that, can we?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see why not. It's still a new year.
0: It's, yeah. It's,
1: I think you can probably say that up until March. For real? Well, I mean, you know, think of like a baby when it's born. It's It's still a newborn up until it's about three months old, so...
0: For me, the newborn. I have a 19-year-old newborn.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just like Jesus. <laughs> Do you have some uh, another home to go to? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, yes. So Happy New Year, everyone. And thank you once again for coming back this year after, after you know, we, what was it, about a little more than three quarters of the year. You know, we started the show in February last year, specifically, you know, the week before. I think it was a week before, the the week before the Oscars, didn't Yes. And so we're going on to almost to our first uh, anniversary. Yes. And it's been quite a quite a ride, and we couldn't have done it without you, folks. So, right. thank you for that. Yes, thank you. And, uh, you know, this week we bring you, of course, award season just started and it always starts with the Golden Globes. So this week, even though we did not have a nomination show or a nomination episode of the Golden Globes, and I'm sort of glad we didn't because, as I said before, half of it we would have been like, I don't know what this is about
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yep, but and i think I think I would have been a, like ninety percent wrong for everything, so <laughs> yes,
0: yes, yes, you know, so. it's amazing, I mean, it's almost as if the f p h a went completely out of the way to to do something maybe a little too different,
1: yeah, um, yeah. I I usually enjoy the Golden Globes because I kind of feel like it's it's a more fun Oscars, you know, like yes. like everybody everybody's sort of drunk and and giggly, and there's there's usually kind of a, an amusing speech from somebody who's had too much to drink or or too much cocaine or something. <laughs> um, whereas they typically are much more stodgy during the Oscars and everything. So I I enjoy the Golden Globes because of that. But but this year was a little a little. Um, Little tamped down, a little, a little more somber than usual. Yes, um, probably it, due to the, you know, events that are happening in the world. I definitely
0: think that has something to do with it because here's here's the thing: the only reason I personally I haven't gotten to that point of, not depression, but um, to that point of like heavy hearted, uh, uh, for the situation, especially the political that we find ourselves is because I am slowly getting myself back into the regular cycle of news that I listen to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even when the world is falling apart, listening to NPR has such a note of, lightness in in I don't know positivity to it that it doesn't feel that urgent it doesn't feel that bad <laughs> you know what I mean
1: right and so which is which is maybe the way we should all be feeling because I think NPR is really the only thing out there that isn't going to sensationalize anything yes so, so, you know, if if NPR isn't worried about it, then we're probably okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, so and, far. And, and that's the thing. I think also a lot of what has recently happened has been over sensationalized. That's, that's demoralizing. I understand that. But, yeah. okay, so back to uh, the Golden Globe. That was a hell of a detour, isn't it? <laughs> 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 oh, shit. So back to the Golden Globes, uh, Ricky Gervais, as usual, I don't know if, if anybody is either offended or surprised by anything Ricky Gervais said last night. It's on you. It's it's your fault.
1: <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it's Ricky Gervais. I don't really know what you would be expecting. Yeah. I mean, gen- genuinely. there. Yeah.
0: And I think for me, what it wasn't a surprise, but I think it was one of the ballsiest things I've seen him do is that he actually went after some pretty big, big, big names, right? Um, The moment where he said what, what he said to the actors, um, you know, the people sitting there, he said something along the line of you claim or you said you woke, but the people you work for, Apple, Amazon, Disney. He made a quick pause and said, if I started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? And then later he said, if you do win an award, don't use it as a platform to make a political speech. Just get your little award. Thank you, God, your agent and fuck off.
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty much classic classic ricky which um i mean i don't know I, I, and that's the other thing too like how offended can you be when he has a show on netflix so i mean he was including himself in that
0: <laughs> exactly because he actually plugged his show the second season to his show yeah yeah it's
1: like it's like you know you. You would be on the phone to ISIS too, dude. So <laughs> you can't be, can't really, can't be offended at that.
0: Yeah. Um, so into I don't like to delve into the whole fashion part of it because I, I I feel like it's incredibly yeah no, I, superficial I, I, and bullshit. I didn't even look at any of that. But um, of the people, of course, that were I was looking for, uh, in, you know, in a refreshing way, was Billy Porter, of course. And I don't know, it feels like Billy Boyd sort of toned it down last night with this white tuxedo with the plumage and stuff. I I was expecting something more. But there's obviously far more uh, award shows to go, so we can be sure that he'll be coming up with some shit.
1: Yeah, maybe he'll, uh, he'll pull out the stops for the Oscars or something, the Emmys. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's it was a little do you remember when Bjork wore the swan?
0: Yes. Yes, I remember.
1: <laughs> something something about his outfit reminded me of that. Like it was like a a, a wedding dress version of, of Bjork's swan. I don't know. <laughs> I will always
0: remember that because the the week after, uh Kristen Wiig in uh Saturday Night Live did a parody of Bjork's uh, you know, crazy you know eccentric stuff, and she came. And I think uh, Lady Gaga later took a, a a page from that, which started as a as a as a as a parody. But then Lady Gaga later did it. it was, she came like in a in a womb. <laughs>
1: yes, yes.
0: <laughs> and, but like, Christian Wiig is impersonates Bjork broke like, like no one else can so uh, I, I I sometimes miss her but thank God we still have Kate McKinnon <laughs> yes yes alright then so let's get on to the uh, awards and so the way they are listed here I would like to start from uh, bottom to top if that's okay which I don't know if you have anything in front of you uh, I
1: have. I've, I'm just on the Golden Globe Awards website, so.
0: Okay. All right. So, uh, best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture made for television. That's a lot of shit to say.
1: <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's <laughs> easy to get tripped up on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, nominees were
0: Alan Arkin the, uh, for The Kopinski Method, Kieran Culkin for Succession, Andrew Scott, for Fleabag Henry Winkler for Barry and the winner was uh Stellan Skarsgård for Chernobyl I can tell you that I don't have a problem with with uh, Stellan Skarsgård winning it but I I feel like they made a big deal of of Chernobyl like is it was I haven't seen it but it was it was it that much to write home about
1: I don't know. I've heard so much about it. Like I've heard so many people talk about it and so many, you know, different reviews and critics about it. But I don't know if anybody's actually watched it. You know, like it's one of those things like it's a, a book that everybody talks about, but nobody's ever read so I don't. I haven't actually really talked to anybody who's watched it. So I have. I don't have a like a person's. Not that critics aren't people, but you know what I mean. A non-sponsored person's right. opinion opinion of it. You know, just a man on the street, if you will. Um. So I don't. I don't really know if it's that good or not. I haven't seen it, but. I like Stellan Skarsgård. His name is fun to say. Skarsgård. Um, Skarsgård. <laughs> and uh, whatever I've seen him in, he's always been good. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I feel like this was a good mix. I don't know anything about and Culkin, actually, other than he's a Culkin. I <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anything that he's in. But, you know, Andrew Scott, of course, we all know and love. And Alan Arkin and Henry Winkler. So yes.
0: it's a good it's a good group, and I know that Winkler I think won it last year. Um, so it's it's okay that he you know he had to take a seat this uh, this this year. But the the funny thing is, I actually had hopes that Andrew Scott was gonna take it away, uh, especially for the group that he's in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. When I put him next to the other actors, barring the fact that I haven't seen Chernobyl, so I don't know really how far out of the park uh, Stellan Skarsgård, you know, batted it. But yeah, I you know, I, I wanted I wanted it for Andrew Scott. So, but again, I don't have a problem with 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 uh, Chernobyl winning. Well, with Stellan Skarsgård winning it. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So what do you have next?
1: Uh, Let's see. So next on my list is, oh, come on. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a series, limited series or motion picture made for television.
0: And with this one, you know, you (laughs) know what I think. I know what you think. This was absolute fucking crap. That's bullshit.
1: I don't understand. I don't understand why she keeps winning for this for this show where but, she's so terrible. That's kind of a question
0: of influence in, in Hollywood, isn't it?
1: Something, because I mean she beat Meryl fucking streep. Yes. Yes. I mean, seriously. Yes. Seriously. You beat Meryl Fucking Streep. I didn't see Meryl <laughs> Streep in Big Little Lies. Dude, I saw it. Streep.
0: I saw it, and this is the scariest, the scariest shit I've ever seen Mary Mary Strip do. And I was like, yo, she's so creepy, I'm not going to finish watching the series. That's how creepy, the makeup, she wears those uh, prosthetic teeth.
1: Okay. And
0: she has this look on her face, like somebody you know that at some point is going to commit mass murder. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. And and, and then you also have Tony Collette who, Toni Collette. you know, how much we loved her in Unbelievable. Yes. And Helena I mean, I know and Carter. I, I did I, I just I I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand because she was so miscast in this. And I, I think she's a great actress. I do. I exactly. just, she's, she was not right for the role. And I don't understand why she keeps winning.
0: Yeah, And and, and we've t- we talked about it in in our uh, special specific episode about the act that we kn- we were by any means were saying that Patricia Arquette is not a great I- actress, but in the act, she just wasn't it.
1: She yeah, just she wasn't was- it. She was not that character. She did not give me any fear. Uh, she just was, just I don't know. It just I never saw anything past uh, like a, a local theater troupe.
0: Yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, what the the that past episode, you said something. I think is the best description of her work. In that was like she was sort of like playing dress up. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: So. That's yeah.
0: Yeah, well, so since we didn't like that one, so <laughs> congratulations. Uh, you know, having said that, with all that we have to say about Patricia Arquette winning for the act, I actually liked liked her speech, and she she's made it a a a custom to 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 be outspoken and to go there where a lot of people will sort of like just go around. She will tell things the way it is, right? She talked about Australia. She talked about the brink of war and the idea that you know, if you keep staying home and not going out to vote, you know, you you, you it's it's your fault. This is why we where we are, you know. So the speech was actually very important, and I and I felt it, you know.
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah. there were a couple of. Of speeches like that. So um, when we get to them, I will tell you what kind of caught my attention. If we are on the same list, then uh, you will know that the next category was best performance by an actor in in a limited series or motion picture made for television. And I don't know, dude. (laughs) So the nominees were Chris Abbott for Catch-22. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen the spy Jared Harris for Chernobyl and Sam Rockwell for Fossey Verdon, and the winner was Russell Crowe for The Loudest Voice What did you think of this win
1: I don't I don't know because I typically don't like Russell Crowe um, and I haven't seen The Loudest Voice but typically, I just feel like but but at the same time, I've also seen Russell Crowe play um you know some some roles that that I thought was good, so i I don't know because sasha baron Baron Cohen was so good in the spy, which we talked about in one of our series, yes. Sam Rockwell is just consistently good in everything yes. he does yes. I started to watch I did not finish because it, it kind of got to me a little bit was catch 22 Christopher Abbott is very good in it Jared Harris is consistently good in yes. everything he does yes. um so I I don't know I I, I wanted Sasha Bar- Baron Cohen just to, to win this one that and, was my hope too yeah and I just I don't know I don't know. I. It's hard to say without having seen the loudest voice, but I, I'm I'm disappointed.
0: Well, well, there's two things here that I'm thinking about. I think the loudest voice, if I remember correctly, is his movie playing. Um, what's his name? The guy from Fox, uh, the fat dude that died, that was uh, accused of, of you know uh, the Me Too thing with all of these women.
1: Oh. Uh. Okay. Roger Ailes. Roger
0: Ailes, right. And and most people say that he nailed it. He looks like Roger Ailes. And, and that's why I'm saying there's two things. One thing could be the fact that he played slight sort of a biopic or he played a a in a, a, pers- a person who lived in Hollywood loves that shit. That could be the reason he won. And the second thing might well be a question of, you know, his agent is fucking awesome and and, and pushed for the win. You know what I'm saying? But I'm having a real hard time. Again, I don't know anything about Cats 22. It's, It's not something that, a show that has been on my radar, so I've never even tried it. But as you said, we talked about Sasha Baron Cohen stepping into his first, the first serious role that I ever seen. I've ever seen him star in, and he was absolutely fantastic, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, Jared Harris, we know his his acumen. We know his like I've never seen Jared Harris wing it or go half-hearted on on anything. No. Uh, and. We've talked about how Sam Rockwell transforms himself into anybody he's playing, with yes. perhaps very little makeup, you know.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So I'm I'm having a hard time with this Russell Crowe win thing. So,
1: and um. I. I- I haven't seen the loudest voice, but I just looked at at pictures, and it looks like he's wearing, like, a fat suit, so I'm kind of offended. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly. I have a thing about fat suits. I'm sorry. I just do. Prosthetics is one thing, but a fat suit, I just – Yeah. I I, I have a problem with that. That's my own personal issues, but I – I don't know.
0: Because that, because you can't find looks- an actor of that size that can fucking play the character. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, I understand nose prosthetics or, you know, teeth or ears or something to, or you know, maybe a little bit of cheek filler to make somebody look a little more like somebody, but if you're putting somebody in a fucking fat suit, you need to rethink your whole life. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, when you're talking about prosthetic for instance, I mean, how uh, Charlize Theron literally got transformed into Megyn Kelly. It's almost unbelievable. Like, oh, my God. You know, Megyn Kelly has a a very distinct uh, jawline. Yes. That should look offensive in a woman, but for some reason... Looks okay. She looks <laughs> fine with her. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean I, I don't, and I'm not being I, don't, I hope this is not misinterpreted uh, you know, uh, that type of jawline she's would, very
1: has a very distinctive features
0: right. and and it would be sort of like unflattering on yes. on anybody else, but Megan Kim actually looks a fine looking woman, right? Yes. and the fact that, you know, Charlie theron was cast to play her tells you that she's not definitely not an uh, an unpleasant to to look at person um
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um Charlize was was fantastic on that one that's that's that, that's basically what you know just to to uh, uh, a bond a bit on on the issue of prosthetic versus fat suits and stuff like that
1: yeah yeah, what, or you, you you know, you could go the Christian Bale route and, you know, gain the weight.
0: Right. <laughs> I mean, you
1: know, I mean, he, he did that for American Hustle. So, I mean. Yeah. And if you're going to, I don't know. Anyway. I mean,
0: it's not like it's 10 more pounds and, and Russell Crowe is fat. So, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Just throw out a couple more Fosters. And,
0: you know, <laughs> now I'm being made. Add
1: some peanut butter to it.
0: I know. Oh, <laughs> no, Vegemite. Vegemite. Vegemite or,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So, what do you have?
1: Um, so, I guess next would be best performance by an actress in a limited series or motion picture made for television. <laughs> and um, this is an impressive list. So, we've yes. got Merritt Weaver. Um, Helen Mirren, Joey King, Caitlin Deaver, and Michelle Williams. And Michelle Williams ended up winning for Fossey Verdon. I wanted Joey King to win. I, yeah,
0: yes. I
1: wanted Joey King to... Weaver and Caitlin (laughs) Deaver.
0: We should have watched this together, really. (laughs) Uh, Because I know that Mary Weaver has won... Uh, Emmys and Golden Globes for uh, her role in Nurse Jackie. So this wouldn't be, like, too big of a disappointment, even though she was absolutely fantastic and unbelievable. But mm-hmm. this girl, uh, Caitlin Diver. Yeah. Joey King playing Gypsy uh, Blanchard. It, uh, absolutely great, man. Those yeah, two ladies I, gives me hope yeah. with... with, with, with um, the future of Hollywood.
1: Yes, yes, and I, I think it's even more makes me even angrier that that Patricia Arquette keeps winning. Yeah,
0: I think it's an, actually a very fair point what you what what you've said here about uh, Joey King and and Patricia Arquette. You, you know, because
1: out of that series of the two of them, Joey King should be the one winning everything. Yeah. yeah. Because she was so good, so good.
0: She was so invested in the whole thing too. She was so good, man. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm bummed with this whole thing. Uh, Catherine the Great. I I,
1: that was completely off my radar. I've never even heard of it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Sorry, Helen Mirren, Dame Helen Mirren. I, I didn't even know you were in anything this year.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm like no. Uh, okay, that's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but Michelle Williams, I I, I I like I like Michelle Williams. Um, yes, I, I think she consistently puts in good uh good performances. I enjoyed her speech. Yes, and. Uh, I, I I you know I, I'm glad she won i I just was a little sad about Joey and Caitlin
0: yeah yeah you know I am very fascinated by this movement there is like a not not very subtle or quiet movement of uh, a uh, feminist movement in Hollywood uh that is you know, making the rounds in, in, but it is a, fem, a feminism that is totally about empowerment as opposed to, we want to sit at the table, but rather, well, we not only want to sit at the table, but we're creating our own damn table. <laughs> <Yeah>. you, <laughs> you can know. have your
1: table. We'll have ours. And, uh, yes.
0: You. Yes. And, and we'll kick your ass too. Cause like, yes. listen, and I, I don't want to say I know the origins of it, but I feel like one of the leaders of this movement is actually Reese Witherspoon, who started an, an, a production company. And she says it all the time. It is because women get to an age in Hollywood where you're not being offered roles that, that, you know, are are good for you, but rather what people think you know, at your age, you should represent. And so mm-hmm. what she did is that she created this, this this company and she started reading a lot of books. And whenever she liked a book, she would buy the rights to make those books movies or series, which is how she came up with uh, Big Little Lies, right? And in in that movement, she's a, included a group of women that you, you can see with her most of the time. And I think the new addition uh, to this group is Jennifer Aniston now with with the morning show because they the two mm-hmm. of them co-produced uh, the show too because they were like ah oh, so you don't want it you don't want it hey Apple you want this good and I love it I'm, I'm enjoying that a lot it, that's why every time I see something that is by produced by by Reese Witherspoon I expect it to be good already. So, Best Television Limited Series or Motion Picture Made for Television. So, it's pretty much the same where Russell Crowe <laughs> won, except that on this one, uh, Chernobyl won. Right? So, Catch-22, Dominators are Catch-22, Chernobyl, Fosse Verdon, The Loudest Voice, and Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, would have, I would have liked it if Unbelievable won, because i think a lot of people haven't haven't watched unbelievable yet because n- not a lot f- a lot of fuss w- w- was made about it you know
1: yeah and i everybody needs to be watching everybody needs to be watching unbelievable
0: yes it's one of the greatest greatest shows that came out on netflix yep. in 2019
1: Yep. Uh, if you are a woman, if you have a wife, if you have a mother, if you have a daughter, if you have a sister, if you just are, happen to be friends with a woman, if you've ever met a woman, yeah. Um, you, you, if you've ever seen a woman across a crowded room, um, <laughs> please watch this show.
0: Yes, definitely, definitely. I am, I am with you, Jojo. Uh, that was one of the greatest, greatest, greatest things to happen. In 2019 and you know my hope is that you know there are more shows there are more awards to go so we'll see what happens you know
1: yes yes what do you have next so I have best television series musical or comedy
0: okay and Um, what do you have there
1: so I have Fleabag I have the Kaminsky method I have the marvelous Mrs. Maisel I have The Politician, and I have Barry. Mm -hmm. And Fleabag, of course, won. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I think the only newcomer in this category is actually The Politician. And I'm happy for Ben Platt that, you know, his show is getting noticed. You know, Ben Platt is one of those young Hollywood Uh, uh, kids that you know of course he has the pedigree of course (laughs) you know um but i haven't started watching the politician but i can tell you that from what i've seen it's good it seems to be a very very good little show um
1: i wasn't even on my radar at all so
0: yeah it like when I saw the, the the trailer, I was like, "Okay, this got to go on my list," but I'm not gonna watch it now. <laughs> you know? What I mean? Yeah. Uh, perhaps the fact that it was nominated will will entice me to get onto it a bit faster. And who knows? Maybe it, it is worth doing an episode about. But who knows? We'll we'll, we'll see. Right? Yes. Um, but the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Has already won, uh, you know, and um, it was it was a good season. But I'm I'm okay that it didn't win best television series, or musical or comedy this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kominsky method. We seem to be the most enthused about it in terms of like the general public. And other than that, only Hollywood critics are into it. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Um, I I don't know. I knew fly- uh, this one I would have picked correctly because it, it was just had to be Fleabag because yeah. it just had to be um, as much as, you know. I was not a fan of the show. I can also recognize how great of a show it is and was. So uh so yeah, I'm 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 glad it won.
0: You are correct too. Um uh, me too. I um uh, I am happy when anything good happens for for uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge cuz I've come mm-hmm. to love her in a uh in in like it, it, there's something about her that I completely love, and so as you said, you know I know that the two of us weren't really insanely crazy about as uh, cacophony, in it crazy about about flip bag for different reasons of course, but that it, that it won tells us that we still were are in the presence of of one of the greatest shows of this Perhaps of this past decade. Mm-hmm. Um, Barry, yeah, Barry has been around for at least three seasons now and uh, has won some things, so they should they should be fine. They'll they'll be okay.
1: Yeah.
0: All right then. So I'm gonna go to my thing. I have best performance by an actor in a television series, musical or comedy. I got it. All right, so. The nominees are Ben Platt, as uh, we just talked about the politician, um Paul Rudd for "Living with Yourself," which is uh, a show that I know about, but i've been I keep putting it I'm lazy about watching this show if I'm being honest. I don't know why. Have you heard any any good older than critics? Have you heard any good things about it?
1: I didn't even know it existed until. The Golden Globes, so. Oh, I, <laughs> me. This is I, I, I know, I know. I have been sick though, so I've been. Oh out yeah, that's a-
0: true. That that is true. You were sick for almost a month, any.
1: Over a month. Over six a weeks. Month? Six weeks. I was. I was out. So I, it may have happened during that six weeks that it came out, and I. Yeah, yeah.
0: it was exactly around that time, but like I must say. So a few people must really want you alive, man. If you made six weeks, you got out of bed. (laughs) So uh, out of those few people, I can count three: Jeff, me, and uh, and Penny. The three of us, we just we 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 team JoJo all the time. So uh, Jeffrey just because he ain't got no damn choice. (laughs) That's right. That's right.
1: (laughs) He, he, he made his choice and he, he gets to stick with it. Yeah. Uh,
0: me and me, I don't know that I have a lot of choice either. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, I don't think even Penny has another choice. Cause
1: it, it, well, it, well in, in, Penny's, in Penny's, Penny never had a choice. Did, did, right. did, did, did she tell you the story of, of how we became best friends?
0: No, no, no. We, 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 we haven't I, gotten there.
1: So... We, uh, five and six and, uh, she was new. They just moved from Arizona and I walked up to her and I said, you're going to be my friend.
0: Just like and, that.
1: And that that was it. Boom.
0: Yo. <laughs> the brass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. So I picked her out and she's been stuck with me ever since.
0: Yo. Uh, that's fun. That's funny though. <laughs> hey, 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 you. You. You're gonna be my friend. <laughs> I'm just saying. But <laughs> well, here it is. Uh Rami Youssef won this uh category for his show Rami on Hulu. Now, this is another show that I feel like could have could be in everyone's mouth right now, had it been on Netflix or even on Amazon Prime. But I don't know that a lot of people are consuming Hulu uh, for a show with such a serious tonality. It, it, it's not a serious show. It's actually, it's actually a comedy. But it deals with something so serious that I, I feel like a lot of people might have passed on it. And now they're going to start watching it, of course. But... yeah. You, you're familiar with, with Rami?
1: I haven't watched, I think I watched part of the first episode and something happened and I never got back to it but um, it was one of those that I was always like God I gotta finish that, I gotta finish that because I mean it's just it's good.
0: Yes, it is and and, and, and I I would like for our listeners to, if you haven't seen Rami um, and I wouldn't like to go into a lot of explanation without you seeing it so that you don't get turned off by any triggers, you know what I mean? So, so just, just experience it for yourself. Just give it a, give it a go, go on Hulu, watch an episode or two of Rami and, and go there with a lot of new ones, you know, uh, you know, putting things in context and, and you'll see, it's it's a very good little show, and I'm glad it won. Uh, I'm glad uh, Rami Youssef won this one. I have yeah. nothing, nothing to say but, but good things about Rami Youssef.
1: Yeah, I'm glad mm-hmm. he won, too. Mm-hmm. He deserved it.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he made a mockery of the whole thing. I love his pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know.
0: is <laughs> he, he, good. It's good. It's funny.
1: Well, All right, then. Oh, you have uh so i have best performance by an actress in a television actress in a television series musical or a comedy um so i've got natasha leon Kristen dunst Rachel Brosnahan, christina applegate and phoebe waller bridge and of course we know phoebe waller bridge one
0: yes and yes and we-
1: she she should have <laughs> yeah
0: there shouldn't be any more talks about this At all. Yeah, no, Uh,
1: pretty much that was it. (laughs)
0: Do you know what? For for a long time I watched an interview with Kirsten Dunst and I didn't know who she was.
1: Yes, she's she's changed. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's plastic surgery or just age, but she yeah, I I had the same experience too. I was like, who is that? And then you know Kirsten Dunst. I was like
0: what <laughs> when they say Kirsten Dance, everybody? I'm like, oh, so is that good? That's good. And it's even still, I still had to go like three or four movies behind to tell Christine who she who she was because Christine still wasn't getting it by the name because like she she was a pretty heavy name uh, in the early 2000s and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, even in the 90s, because she was in. Um She had her debut in Interview with a Vampire with Brad Pitt Pitt. and Tom Cruise. Yes. And, you know, she (laughs) she was, was, she's a child actress. I mean, we've watched her grow up, so Uh we ought to know what she looks like. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of weird, but all right.
1: Well,
0: yeah. You know, she's there and she's doing her thing. Uh, Yes. The the last night was a bit of a night of comeback, you know. And, in, in, you know, a comebacker got, got a very nice surprise, which we're going to talk about. Um, so next is I. Tis I. Tis you. <laughs> so we've got uh, best performance by an actor in a television series or dra- um, for drama. And the nominees were Kit Harington for uh, Game of Thrones, Rami Malik for Mr. Robot, Tobias Menzies for The Crown, Billy Porter for Pose, and the winner was Brian Cox for Succession. What do you think?
1: I I, I haven't seen Succession. I've, of course, seen Pose, so I, I, I wanted Billy Porter to win. I just wanted him to win because he... He's so good in it, and yeah. um, I, you know, I, I I don't know much about Tobias Menzies at all. You know, Game of Thrones has won everything, so he'll be fine. Um, yeah, Rami Malek, he'll be fine.
0: <laughs> yes, um,
1: and and not that Billy Porter won't be fine too. Um, but I just I just wanted him to win.
0: Yeah, strangely enough, as supportive and as much as I love Billy Porter. I actually was rooting for Tobias Menzies because I feel. I mean, you still you haven't watched The Crown, but
1: see, yeah, I haven't. So
0: see, here's the thing. I I knew as soon as Olivia Colman was announced as the replacement for Claire Foy, I'm like, okay, that's the Queen. That's that's the Queen. I have no worries about that, right? But right. Matt Smith was so good as a young Prince Philip that I was having a hard time trying to even accept anyone else. He was the only one that I was willing to see in heavy makeup to make him look older and just go on with the show. But of course he got replaced much in the same way that Claire Foy got replaced by slightly older actors. And, Tobias Menzies came in and Jocelyn in this season he blew me away as Prince Philip you know and and because for me it was such a pleasant surprise and as you said you know Kid Harrington having been part of of Game of Thrones has won everything you know in in five cents uh Robbie Malek has an Oscar and has won before for Mr. Robot and Billy Porter. I think the last one he won wasn't, was an Emmy, wasn't he? Yes. So, yes. you know, I was like, yeah, Tobias Menzies should be taken a bit more seriously on this one.
1: I, I really need to start watching the crown.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're missing out girl. You're missing. out. <laughs> uh,
1: I know. Now
0: in, in terms of, the winner, Brian Cox. Brian Cox has been around forever and, and he himself said that next month he's gonna be acting for sixty years now. Mm-hmm. Um I don't watch Succession. I haven't I haven't mean, I haven't even I've, I've not even planned to to start watching it. But the you know, those little bits and pieces that I've seen. I know that he's a larger-than-life figure in this show, and he's doing a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he won is is a testament to that, you know. But mm-hmm. I can't say anything else about Succession but
1: that. Yeah, no, me neither, because I haven't. <laughs> I've watched the trailers. That's been about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I think for the, since the end of Game of Thrones, I've only watched, HBO, things on HBO just uh, last week tonight with John Oliver. So everything else that has come after Game of Thrones, I've been like, eh, I'll watch it later. (laughs) So I probably have to go in and start making, you know, retaking the habit of Turning on my HBO Go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's me with Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series Drama. Yeah. So we've got quite a quite a group here. We've Do got it. Reese Witherspoon. We've yeah. got Nicole Kidman. We've got Jodie Comer, Jennifer Aniston, and Olivia Coleman. And Olivia Coleman, of course, won. And um, I am thrilled. Yes, because you know that's that's my wife. So.
0: <laughs> but this was this was actually the most difficult, you know like um, in, in, in every four year with, the, with um, the World Cup, there's always this group that they call the group of death, which is like for some reason, no matter how they shuffle every country, there's always going to be a group where at least 3 of of 4 countries in the group are like some of the best so they oh sometimes it's all four of them and so they they always end up being called the group of death because what well, you know two of them are going to go are going to be eliminated and it's not going to be easy so for me if there was a group of death in this category in 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 this Golden Globe that was the best performance by an actor seen a television series in drama because as I've told you I've reported to you Jennifer Aniston was incredible on the morning show you and I know Jodie Comer
1: yes yeah yes yes Jodie Comer is is she brings something to every role that she's in, and in killing Eve she's brought something to television that I've never seen before so she's she is amazing, so between her and olivia coleman i you know that's that would be hard for me, but I know Jody just won um the Emmy, yeah. And so you know, I'm I'm happy about that. So I'm I'm okay that Olivia got the Golden Globe. So you know, like both my girls got some.
0: Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's pretty much it. Uh, Nicole Kidman was great on the first season of Big Little Lies, and is great on the second season of Big Little Lies. And you know, uh, I'm you know, I don't know about winning it, which she didn't, but I think she deserved to be. In, in, in that category. Uh, she deserved mm-hmm. the nomination. And mm-hmm. as for Reese Witherspoon, I will let you see the morning show first, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back and talk about um w- what would have been the best option between Jodie, Reese, and Olivia. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you and I both are going to agree that it was Olivia Simple. Pure and simple, Olivia, because the crown. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the crown. That's what I'm gonna say.
1: <laughs> My
0: God, the crown, the crown, the crown. Yeah. But those, those, the top three for me were those Reese Witherspoon, Olivia Coleman, and Jodie Colmer, and I'm fine, absolutely fine. That Olivia wanted, yes, yeah. sir.
1: Yeah.
0: Lord. Good stuff. All right, so shall we move on to Best Television Drama? Okay. We've got nominees are Big Little Lies, The Crown, Killing Eve, The Morning Show, and Succession. And Succession won it. Mm-hmm. This was a a big group too, Jocelyn. Um
1: yeah, there's, you know, I've I've only heard good things about Big Little Lies and The Morning Show and The Crown, of course. And, you know, how I feel about Killing Eve. I haven't seen Succession. I've only seen, I mean, this, this was a big, this was a lot of you know, <sighs> talent up there.
0: Heavy so. heaters. <laughs> yes,
1: there you yeah. go. There you go.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, we have to start watching Succession just so we can, we can determine whether or not all those wins were fair, you know, because it would be unfair for us to, to have anything to say, but like, come on in this group succession one. So there's gotta be something to it. I'm assuming. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I agree with you because yeah. Ah, Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk about best director?
0: Yeah, let, let, let's do that. Cause like, or, I, I think or, I've got a couple of things to say.
1: Okay. So for best director, motion picture, there was Todd Phillips for Joker. Bong juho Ho for Parasite. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino for Once a Time. At, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman and Sam Menendez for 1917. And Sam, Sam Mendes, sorry, I added a syllable to his name. Sam Mendes won for 1917. Yeah. And,
0: you know, the way I feel about 1917 is that it's cool that all of these critics have seen these movies, you know, privately. They get sent a copy of and Shit. But if by the time the show the award are done. The public hasn't seen it. I don't know what the hell you, you like. You've made the decision for us. That it is the best movie.
1: Yeah. So- I, I'm confused by that. Cause there was, there's a few things on here that aren't widely released yet. And I just, I'm, I don't understand. I don't, I, cause you know, we can say, you know, that we didn't watch Succession and that's our bad, but we right. can also say we didn't watch 1917 because we can't. Because we can't, exactly! He's <laughs> like, what the hell is this, man? <laughs> so, you know, I, I have no idea. I would have thought that Martin Scorsese would have won um, because he's Martin Scorsese. Yeah. And because this was supposed to be, from what I understand, like his his magnum opus and possibly one of his last films and, you know, so I just would have figured that he would have gotten it, so so, whatever.
0: Yeah, and and for me though, because we have to talk about the foreign uh, foreign language movie, but in that category, the fact that uh, Bong Joon Ho was was nominated, I thought the you know Hollywood Foreign Foreign Press Association was gonna go crazy and give it to him, and the reason. So, to be honest, I haven't seen Parasite. Okay, but I have heard shows, interviews with act with the actors, with the director, pretty much for the past three months, pretty much almost on a weekly basis twice or thrice, right? So this is a show that has made an impact in in Hollywood for a show made, I'm not a sure a movie made in Korea, in Korea, and uh, in 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 Korean, right? Yes. The story clearly resonates, and I'm glad that in the end it it, it won best foreign uh, foreign language movie. But the nomination for best director, if we were not gonna give it to Martin Scorsese. If we're not going to give it to Todd Phillips for Joker, and I'm not even going to talk about Tarantino because I do think that Hollywood sort of overhyped Tarantino a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not saying Tarantino is not good. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that he, once upon a time in Hollywood, from what I've heard, from what I've read, it's not necessarily some of his best work. And so... If we're not going to give it to Todd Phillip, to Martin Scorsese, um, or let's even say Tarantino, then let's give it to Bon Joon Ho. Because Sam Mendes, I'm not saying he's not deserving of the damn thing, but your movie's not out yet, dude. I'm just saying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's. Uh, I don't know. That's I've I've never heard of that before in my entire life. <laughs> amazing,
0: amazing. What the hell was that all about? Um then. So I'm gonna roll back a bit and uh so we almost never talk about this. But I do have to talk about that one. So what the hell is missing link? Well, <laughs> Best motion picture animated?
1: I have no idea. Dude, what the hell was that? Like, like, Twitter
0: went ballistic.
1: I, I don't know. I mean, you
0: got Frozen 2, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. You got Toy Story 4 and Lion King. All of those are movies people have seen. When did Missing Link come out? What is it about? Like, I, I hope I'm not sounding mad ignorant, but I don't know that movie. I never heard of it until last night.
1: I think I might have seen a trailer for it a long time ago, like many, many moons ago when like it, people were first talking about it. But I never saw, I don't even know where you can can see it. I don't know where it's available. Um Right. So I I don't know. But um, yeah, yeah, I I don't know.
0: I I was like, okay, did somebody, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's, it's weird. It was a weird night because it was like, you know, they went with the underdog with some things, which was cool. And then with other things, I don't know. It was very inconsistent. Yeah.
0: show i felt so with some things that were immensely predictable yes <laughs> and yes. then in some other things they were like we were like wow yeah. wow, really you know what i mean in yeah. a good way you know but in the way that it wasn't good it wasn't good <laughs> you know <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but it was bad it was shit <laughs> oh my lord do you wanna do you wanna talk about best uh screenplay Sure. All right.
1: <laughs> um, so, best screenplay motion picture we have Stevens. Z- is it Z- Zil- Zillian? It's probably Irish for The Irishman. Anthony McCartan for The Two Popes. Bong joon Ho and Han Jin Wong for Parasite. Noah Bombosh for Marriage Story. And Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. And Quentin Tarantino won.
0: All right. Do you have anything on this one? Because.
1: <sighs> I. I don't. Um of all of these, I honestly would have thought that Marriage Story would have won just because it seems like I haven't. I've said this a lot this evening, but I haven't seen a Marriage Story because it looked too sad to me. Yes. But it just seemed like the kind of thing that would win everything. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised that it didn't
0: win you're absolutely right that's the one reason why i have avoided marriage story is yeah, be- it, yeah, yeah. it's because of, of this latin sadness that you know will will come with it
1: yeah and it's kind of like you know i don't know i have, I have enough sadness in my
0: life <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're right
1: I don't really need any more realistic sadness in my life. Tearjerker, sure, that's fine because I know that you know you're you're trying to make me cry, but you know, genuine, yeah, yeah. pathos and and wearing out and you know, no, it's it's okay.
0: I tell you what, though, if I if I were given these uh, nominees and I was one of the voting members, my top three choices would have been The Irishman, um, Parasite. And the two popes. Um, I think these two actors together are something out of this world. In they're, they're like the, the, the greatest thing I've ever seen with two people that together might well some 194 years. <laughs> but... Mm-hmm. Um, the screenplay w- was absolutely fantastic. This is a great, great little movie, and I know we always add the, t- the 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 term "little" to anything any motion picture that comes out of a streaming service, uh, but but this is a movie that is deserving of you know any festival or any grand theater. Um, but The Irishman also, long as it was. It was a fantastic screen, screenplay. Mm-hmm. So, once upon a time in Hollywood, I know it. You know, it's Tarantino writing and shit. He, he's he's leaning more towards writing now, according to him. Like he's gonna take a hiatus about the whole directing thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Hollywood seems to have a soft spot for him. But again, yeah. you know, a very credible. A very credible person, someone whose opinions in terms of you know movie watching and thing um, I I I value, told me eh, you know it was beautiful nostalgia. It was a fantastic recreation of Hollywood uh, in the nineteen seventies. But other than that, the story wasn't much of anything. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, what can I tell you? Uh, what, do you have? What, what, what do you have?
1: Uh, let's see. I have best, best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. Okay. Um, I've got Margot Robbie for Bombshell, Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers, Annette Bening for The Report, Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell and Laura Dern for Marriage Story. And Laura Dern is the one who won.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Look, I don't know, dude. I haven't seen Hustlers. I haven't seen Bombshell. Um, I haven't seen Kathy Bates. And... The report uh, we saw because we actually did a show about it. and yes. We did have our say about uh, Annette Benning, You know, I just I just don't know what to say.
1: Yeah so, i i I don't have I don't have an opinion at all. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I
1: don't really feel very strongly about this category.
0: We are going to trust that Laura Dern. One because, yay, she's great.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: (laughs) And the thing that she said about divorce lawyers,
1: (laughs) that was funny. (laughs)
0: That was really funny. Yeah. So, best performance by an actor in supporting role in any motion picture: Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood; Al Pacino, The Irishman; Joe Pesci, The Irishman; Anthony Hopkins the two poops, and the winner was Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I have heard that Brad Pitt's uh, performance there is really, really solid. So nobody is fussing about him winning that one.
1: Yeah, I, um, I, I would have been wrong in this category, though, if we'd had a before show, because I would have picked Joe Pesci. Because of it being sort of his big comeback, and um, you know Hollywood loves that, and you know it's Joe Pesci, though.
0: So. Yeah, I, I think in anybody, uh, either of us would have been wrong too, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have picked uh, mostly because of the people that he's dominated uh, with. When you have Tom Hanks, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Anthony Hopkins, Surround, you're surrounded by all of these dudes. I know you're Brad yeah. Pitt, but come on. See yeah, you know what I mean so.
1: Yeah, I yeah it would it would have been a toss up for me between Joe Pesci and Tom Hanks because one it's Tom Hanks and two you know, again with the whole Hollywood thing, loving a biopic with it being Mister Rogers. Oh, yeah. yeah, but you know, Brad Pitt.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, you are absolutely right. Uh, I can mm-hmm. say that. Eh? All right then. So, do you want to do best performance by an actor in a motion picture musical or comedy? Do you have that?
1: Okay, I have that, yes. Mm -hmm. So, I have Leonardo DiCaprio for Once a Time in Hollywood, Roman Griffin Davis for Jojo Rabbit, Daniel Craig for Knives Out, Eddie Murphy for Dolomite Is My Name, and Taron Egerton for Rocket Man, and he won.
0: So, I heard that you loved Knives Out, but you didn't feel like Daniel Craig was was uh, the guy for the, for the role. Is that, is that, is that correct?
1: Yeah, I, I, Knives Out is, is a really good movie. It's, it's a great throwback to some of the, the older stuff. um, But bringing it current in, in a, in a very delightful way and tight script and funny and fast. And, but Daniel Craig Daniel Craig plays a detective, and he is a a southern. He puts on a southern accent for this, mm-hmm. and i've I've heard, I've heard him do this before, but it just I just had a, pro- a little problem with his his. I don't know. He was. I think he was supposed to be sort of a, a blase character who turns out to be very, very smart. Yeah, I just I I I don't know. I I had difficulty believing him as the character that he was playing. However, when we were leaving the movie theater, the the group of people that were leaving the movie theater, all I could hear was people talking about how wonderful he was. So, I think maybe I was <laughs> maybe it was just me. <laughs> I don't Yay. know. It was like everybody was like, "Daniel Craig was so good." And I was like, I mean, I didn't know any of these people. They were just, you know, fellow yeah moviegoers and i was like okay (laughs) he was like the only thing about it (laughs) and even then it was more of a quibble than a uh, anyway i i don't really know why he was nominated and i think eddie murphy should have won
0: yeah i i do think that the nomination was too great for for everybody i mean the kid from jojo rabbit what is he like 10 years old you know, in the midst of Daniel Craig, Leonardo DiCaprio, Taron Egerton, and Eddie Murphy, Rocket Man. I, I'll, I'll surprise you by saying that I don't really think Taron Egerton did look that much like uh, um, Elton John, young, younger Elton John. So uh,
1: I didn't either, and I didn't really feel like he captured Elton John.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Like I don't know. I. I
0: don't know. Yeah. And Hollywood loving a comeback, you know, I think Dolomite is my name. For, Eddie should have won for Dolomite, much like you say, it too, um, because yeah. it was a comeback and because it wasn't a crappy movie. It was an absolutely fantastic little movie.
1: It was great. So. And he was great. And he did some stellar acting work in it. So...
0: Yeah, and it was it was the first time in a long time that you saw Eddie without doing all of the props and the fat suits and the whole thing. It was just doing the acting, and it was, you, you know, if you missed that, you it was a very welcomed moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I don't I I don't know. It's uh it's a thing, man. It's a thing. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Let's uh, do quickly. Best performance, performance by an actress in a motion picture musical of comedy. I know that there were some big names there. Uh, Benny Feldstein, uh, the sister of Jonah Hill. Um, all of a sudden, she's like everywhere now. She's been nominated for everything. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's been doing movies for a while too with the brother. Yeah. But you know Emma Thompson with late night was nominated Kate Blanchett would you go Bernadette um Anna the Armas how did you what did you feel how did you feel about Anna the Armas uh in Nice out was she that good
1: she, she, was.
0: she was she was that that she awesome she was
1: she was that good it's she's she's luminous in it
0: do you know that this girl hasn't been i don't think she's been 5 years in the United States <laughs> <laughs>
1: She is, she is so good in this. She is, yeah, she's, 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 she's very, very good. And it's a, definitely a deserved nomination.
0: But I am, I've not seen The Farewell, but I'm so happy for Aquafina.
1: I know. <laughs> so I
0: love this woman. I love her. I man. she's, she, she makes me smile. Everything about her makes me smile. So I was really happy for her. And now I want to see The Farewell, because, you know, Aquafina's is in it, and she won a Golden Globe for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it looks like an interesting premise, too. So,
0: yeah. Okay, so let's do uh, Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. Okay. All right.
1: So we've got Jonathan Price for The Two Popes, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Christian Bale for Ford versus Ferrari. And Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. And Joaquin Phoenix won.
0: Yeah, Phoenix was kinda well, I know Phoenix is weird, but Joaquin was kinda
1: weird last night though. Yeah, he's always <laughs> a little bit he's 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 a little bit of an oddball.
0: <laughs> like my dude, come on, man, what are do you doing? <laughs> <laughs> In like it, whenever you were getting into what he was saying, he would like jump so far out into something else, and then I'm like, "Okay, dude, I'm 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 good. I'm not. I'm not following. I'm I'm, I'm okay." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if he had some shrooms or something before <clears throat> he got there or what, but you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he was so fascinated by the whole vegetarian uh, menu. Good man, yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, Ford vs. Ferrari is a movie that I will never go to see. I will, uh, yeah, I have no interest in in that. Um, Antonio Bandera's uh, Pain and Glory. Actually, last night was the first time I heard about it, yeah, me too. (laughs) Um we know that adam driver gives a hell of a performance in marriage story because we've heard about it um maybe one day i'll i'll i'll, I'll get to watch it you know but
1: yeah i i don't think i'll ever watch it i just don't <laughs> you can watch marriage story and i'll watch ford versus ferrari
0: okay all right we'll do that <laughs> and jonathan price uh, for the two popes, like I said it's amazing how this guy playing uh uh Pope Francis actually all of a sudden I see I see the 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 resemblance <laughs> you know what I mean Cause he he had no makeup on or anything he had had he didn't have, he just had to wear a habit you know and there he was Pope Francis all of a yeah. sudden you know? yeah uh Anthony Hopkins, I think it's too handsome to play (laughs) um, Benedict. Yes. But you could see Benedict. I mean, he he captured the character, but I think Benedict has, Anthony Hopkins has kind eyes, and Benedict, or Cardinal Ratzinger, as I always called him, (laughs) has always had, like, very scary eyes to me. You know what I mean? like. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. No. Not my not my dude. Yeah. No. All right. So best performance by best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama was Cynthia Erivo with Harriet, Scarlett Johansson with Mary Story, Cersei Ronan <laughs> with <laughs> Little, <laughs> Little Women, Charlize <laughs> Theron uh Bombshell. And Renee Zellweger for Judy, and Renee won. So what do you think about that one?
1: I haven't seen Judy, although I wanted to. Uh, although, is it even, even out yet? I don't know.
0: I think it's out. I think <laughs> is it, it out? out? Okay. Yeah, okay. I think it is.
1: Okay. Um, uh, so, because I was interested in it, and I, I do think that Renee Zellweger captures the the essence and looks of of Judy Garland very well mm-hmm. um so uh you know I'm I, I think it's cool that she won she's I don't think she's been in very much recently so um you know yeah she since I, she, she
0: was out for 17 years
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
0: good for her um I didn't I don't think I had a favorite uh, on this category. Maybe Charlize Theron, but um, really all I know is that they made her look a lot like, like uh, Megan Kelly, but I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Uh, Sorcerer Ronan um, is, is becoming a little powerhouse, isn't she?
1: Yes. <laughs> um, yes, she really is. Scarlett Johansson
0: uh, in Marriage Story, apparently she was very good.
1: <laughs> yep. Never going to watch it. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> and Cynthia Erivo, I was actually happy that she was nominated, and I'm going to tell you why. A lot was made, especially from the African-American community, about Cynthia Erivo playing Harriet. Um, because of the fact that she is British, which was something like incredibly stupid, like a, 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 a stupid controversy in that in the past maybe 10 years, more British actors have played iconic African-American uh, uh, characters than I can count, including uh, David Oyewolo playing... Dr. King on uh, Selma, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right? So, and I think he reprised the character also um, in in one HBO show, right? So nobody seemed to have a problem with it. Nobody. Nobody had a problem with it. Uh, Right now, you know, Idris Elba could play Barack Obama, even though he doesn't even look like Barack Obama. And I don't know that anybody would have a problem with it, but this girl particularly, they picked on her everywhere. And to the point of pettiness, and even some tweets that she had posted about eight years ago, in which she seemingly said something, uh, bad about black Americans probably taken completely out of context and shit resurface. And that shit is tiring. It is absolutely tiring. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and And I'm glad she got nominated. And I hope that in the future, you know, um, award shows, she wins something. Yeah. Because she, she, from what I can see, she had a hell of a performance and she deserves everything she gets, you know. Yep. Oh. Yep. So yeah, uh, what else we have?
1: Um, we do have. I think we have one last category: best motion picture musical or comedy. Um, so we've got Rocket Man, Knives Out, Jojo Rabbit, Dolomite is my name, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won. Yeah. Um, I uh, I did like what Sasha Baron Cohen had to say about <laughs> uh, what, what he said um, about Jojo Rabbit when, when they were talking about the nomination. <clears throat> a naive, misguided child who spreads Nazi propaganda and only has imaginary friends. A story of Mark Mark Zuckerberg. Oh wait, that was an old script. <laughs> <laughs> that was just that was that was great. So um that made me happy. But uh but yeah, so once upon a time in Hollywood one. Um you know, I've seen Knives Out, Knives Out was great, Dolomite is my name is great. Obviously JoJo Rabbit, you know it has to be great. I haven't seen it yet, which I'm mad at myself for. I'm not gonna see Rocket Man. Um I'll see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at some point but you know I, I I don't know if Once Upon a Time in Hollywood deserved it or not when it just when you're looking at at what it was up against I don't know.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, Dolomite is my name again. I think you know um should have should have been looked at more seriously. Um if Knives Out is as good as you say, I think also could have been an option. Rocketman doesn't doesn't do it for me, and I and I like I don't have a problem with the story. I have a problem, really. I probably seem to be the only one who think Aaron Edgerton wasn't really that good of a of an Elton John, but you know. I just don't I, see I don't, it. I don't see it, Johnson. I don't see I don't, it. I don't,
1: I don't see it either. And I, I was always a huge Elton John fan, so I, I don't know. I, yeah. I didn't see it either. I, I, when they cast him, I was like, "What?" <laughs> 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 they did what? <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> but. Um, so I look forward to watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I I really want to see what all this is about. Yeah, it wants so much stuff yeah, the, and beat out some things that I really really thought were very good.
0: There's some movies there that I probably uh, will stay away from, and and I'll I'll just read about them just so I know what I have to say. Um, but I want to see Jojo Rabbit. I now want to see knives out, and actually, I should be ashamed in saying this, but I want to see. Uh, uh, I haven't seen the Joker.
1: And you know, I haven't seen it either, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm mad about not seeing that too. So. <laughs> mad at myself. I need to have a, a mad at myself day and watch watch all of them.
0: Yeah, that's what we're going to do yeah but then, uh, we are going to call it a day. Yeah. This is the longest episode we've done in a long time. <laughs> and as it turns out, I only have hours to post it, so uh, I'll get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I uh, would like to say, of course, that um, you can find us on on, on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Uh, just look for "Kicking and Streaming Podcast" on Facebook, on Instagram we're "Kicking and Streaming pod- Kicking and Streaming" underscore podcast, and on Twitter we are "Kicking and the letter N, streaming. All right, Jojo.
1: That's right.
0: We have That's a right. very fantastic episode coming up uh for the next week. And uh should we should, should we just leave it as a surprise or tell them?
1: <laughs> I think we should leave it as a surprise. Oh, right. It's, it's cuz I I think we should. But we we got we got special things planned for you folks. Yes. Very special things. Yes. We've got a uh, we've got experts coming in.
0: Yes, and we've <laughs> very <laughs> very very much looking forward to all we have planned to do for this year Uh, we plan to make this podcast so much better um, and so much more interactive and uh, we're looking forward to all of it Yeah, we're going to
1: perfect genius
0: yes yes I love this I love this (laughs) so for now for me for Jojo Uh, This is goodbye. Thank you very much for listening.
1: Thank you, everybody.
0: Bye. Bye.